Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Let's go back up here. Come to what? The revelation of your purpose. Why you're here in this generation is going to be revealed. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes around about and see. All they that gather themselves together, they come to thee, thy sons from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because of the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Now, God's not going to let me get in too far into this tonight, but I just want to give you a phrase right here. Because the abundance, why are you going to be enlarged? Because the abundance of the sea shall be, watch this phrase, converted. My dad taught sermons on this many times in the past. And I'll never forget him teaching on it. The sea always represents lost humanity. Lost humanity. Are you following? And the sea shall be converted unto thee. Lots of conversions fixing to take place. And I'm just going to leave that with you tonight. I'm not going to stay with that because of where else I want to go. But I'm just giving you a few things. This is the year that you and I have to have, to have our ducks in a row. So to speak. We got to have our ducks in a row. You can't, we, we, there's no more of this. You hear me viewing by live stream? You got to get your ducks in a row, so to speak. That's my phrase, okay? It doesn't say that in the Bible, but you know what I mean. Get things in order. Everybody say in order. order. I want to say this. Order, in order. Listen carefully. Spirit, soul, and body. All three. It's not enough just to have your sins forgiven. Thank God you got your sins forgiven. That's the starting point. Everybody say starting point. How many of you know the starting point is not the ending point? Okay. That's the starting point. Most Christians have no idea what that means. When does your relationship with Jesus begin? The moment you make him Lord of your life, right? Okay. Does your relationship then, we kind of like, we get forgiveness of sins... Our relationship starts, but we put it on pause until we get to heaven. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You see the mentality? The, I'll say it another way. It may not have been said like that, but that's the attitude. And God's saying, no, 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 no. No. My relationship started with you, Ronnie, once you made me Lord of your life. From that point on, it's me and you, buddy. 
and you, you be, your body becomes mine. Not yours anymore. That means, and your, your mind is mine. Hello? So you can't think what you want, eat what you want, do what you want, and be in the class of what I'm talking about. That's what I mean by getting your ducks in a row. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'll be glad when he gets off of that part. Okay, we got to pay attention. Because, see, God's got to have a people in these last days that understand they have a revelation. Their light has been shown to their path. You know what? God wants a people that will say, look, I'm going to live how you want me to as long as you want me to. How you want me to. Instead of coming up with this sloppy, sloppy attitude. Sloppy attitude. Well, you just never know. I guess it was his time to go. Most of the time, his time to go meant a lot of pizza and donuts. Are you following me? And God never got to finish his course with him. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but that's true. The Bible says you can cut your time short. Just ignore God, and I guarantee you, you'll cut your life short. God's got a purpose. He's looking for a group of people, a Gideon's 300, a remnant if you want to call it, but he's looking for that group of people in this generation that become totally dedicated, spirit, soul, and body. I am yours. What do you want done? Why? Because the harvest is going to be converted and when it's harvest time, you don't have anything else to, to, to think about. You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, you're, you're trying to make me a preacher. No, I'm trying to make you fulfill your call, your destiny. Is God able to supply your need according to His riches and glory? Okay, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay? And I don't want to go any further than that tonight on that. But I want you to, it, that word arise means to become powerful. Now how do you become powerful? The wisdom of God, the light of understanding of God, uh, His wisdom that makes you smart beyond your ability. Okay? Where, where you look like you've got some intelligence. In fact, there is a contrast that is happening. And I don't even know if we perceive it though. There's a contrast that is happening. There have been many people, let me say it another way. Most of the education in our generation is education of fools. Are you following? And I'm not trying to buck education in the sense of what many people think of. But it's an education of fools. Because the fool says there is no God. That's, that's what the Bible says. A fool says there is no God. Okay? So if we educate fools, then they, they, then they got an education all right. And they're skilled. And a wisdom that is earthly, sensual, sensual and demonic. You follow that? James says that there's two kinds of wisdom. 
There's wisdom that's earthly, sensual, and devilish. And then there's the wisdom that's from above. A contrast. Everybody say contrast. There's a, there's a contrast. One is full of darkness. And one is full of the light of God. If a person forsakes the word of God, they have become dark. Remember, that's what we said. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. They have no idea why they're here and they do nothing more than live animalistically. Okay? But God's people, you that are here tonight, made an effort to be here. You that are viewing by live stream, made an effort to be here. And God is going to bring a, a distinction between the wisdoms because their wisdom will fail because it's based on misinformation. Listen, if, if and they even, I don't even know how they do this, but They've got math now that's not math. It's not, it's not true math. Okay? And if, I, if we got educated that 2 plus 2 equals 5, just because we got educated that way does not make it 5. And so I, this is what he says. He says, become powerful. To become, arise and shine. Shine. Everybody say shine. Let your little light shine. Don't put it under a bushel. Let it, let it be radiant. Glory to God. The type of people I'm talking about is not going to be afraid of inflation, deflation, depression, or anything else financially, politically, spiritually, Glory to God. And the joy of the Lord will be seen on you. Amen. You know, I, I talked to a group of people one time, and I mean a small group. I'm not talking about a big congregation. A small group. We just have a private conversation. And, you know, they all kind of laughed at me a little bit. And I said, y'all all have a right to be wrong. <laughs> you wasn't basing it. Any, anything I'm hearing, you're not basing on the word. So you're wrong. Doesn't mean I don't love you. You're just wrong. Hello? You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, how could you do that? Because I've had a revelation. I'm not going to abandon my revelation just because somebody's going to act stupid. Even if, it is a, even if it is a fleshly Christian. You think I'm going to compromise to be inclusive? No, I've had a revelation. My path is clear. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't make... <laughs> Never mind. Let me move on. Are you all ready? I ain't even got to what I wrote down for tonight yet. Okay. Look at this. In, in Deuteronomy chapter 30, just, just write it down. Don't, we're not going to turn there. Deuteronomy chapter 30, God says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I've set before you blessing, cursing, life, and death. Now listen carefully. Those that are in darkness will choose cursing. They'll choose it because they have no light. Okay? 
They haven't let the Word be their light. They don't want God telling them what to do. They don't even believe that there is a God. They're acting foolish. You follow? So guess what they're going to choose? They're going to choose death. They're going to choose darkness. That's what they're going to choose. Now, God says, I've set before you, talking about His people, life and death. Therefore, choose life that you may live. And <clears throat> then we go over to Deuteronomy chapter 4. This is where I really want to get to tonight. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Glory to God. Now remember, the Word is a lamp unto our feet. We're talking about and a light unto our path. We're talking about <clears throat> we're talking about the light of God's wisdom. God's wisdom gives off a light. How many, how many of you how many of you have ever been in a dilemma, a situation, and you, you, you were just conflicted? You didn't you didn't know what to do. You didn't know which choice to make. You just conflicted. Anybody? Okay. If you haven't been there yet, just live a little bit longer. I promise you, you'll get there. Okay. And when you get over this one, you'll have another one. Okay. <clears throat> but here's my point. You're conflicted. And sometimes you have an emotion or an upbringing. Even an upbringing. As good as it may have been sometimes. An upbringing, uh, and it's emotionally in you, and it becomes your custom. Now, I want to bring this out, throw this out here. Listen carefully. Listen to me very carefully. I'm saying this with gentleness. Most of our dilemmas are habitual behavior. I want to say that one more time. Let it sink in. Most of our dilemmas are habitual behavior. It's learned. Trained. And then it becomes our, we say, well, that's just the way I am. No, it's not the way you are. You learned it. I said most. I didn't say quite all, but most of it. Okay? From what you eat, to the way you spend money, to your work ethic, all of those things. You follow? Most of it is his habitual behavior. God's word sets us free. The truth, when you know the truth, listen carefully to what he said. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, a lot of God's people won't continue in the word. That's why we want you, we've given you those calendars to read through the word. If you continue and get your nose in the word. Keep it before your eyes and your ears. Okay? If you continue in my word, you'll know the truth. Now listen to what he said. I want to go back to it. If you continue in my word, you'll know the truth. You won't know the truth if you don't continue in the word. Are you following me? If you continue in the word, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free of what has become a learned habitual behavior that we don't even know that is limiting us and destroying us from our calling, our destiny. 
But you have to continue in the Word. How long have I got to continue in the Word? From now on. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. So you're going to live by it from now on. Why? Because it's full of wisdom. The Word of God is the wisdom of God. You follow? Now stay with this. God was, the children of Israel now have come out of Egypt. They were uneducated. All they had was stories that were passed down to them. They hadn't even seen the hand of God. He hadn't proved that he was Jehovah, the great I Am, the Lord God, the Eternal One. You understand what we went through with the I Am for, for the teachings there last month? Okay? They didn't know that. But God's about to reveal himself to them. After he delivers them with a mighty hand and many mighty miracles, and he brings them into the wilderness, they've crossed the Red Sea, they're in the wilderness, and Moses is receiving, not only, we think he just received the Ten Commandments. That's not what happened. For 40 days God was talking to him writing and, and having things written down. It was written down and they were on tables of stone. There were a lot of things there that more than just the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is definitely there. Are you following? We make it look like it's just the Ten Commandments and that's it. No, there were statutes and ordinances and all these things that were brought to them which was based on the wisdom of God. All of it was the wisdom of God. Now we know that the ceremonial ordinances and stuff, that was a pattern of what was going to happen when Jesus came to the earth and went back into heaven. It's a pattern of what took place in heaven. All right, follow? All right, that's all been, those ordinances have been fulfilled. However, there are ordinances that are given to us today. Watch carefully. Verse number one. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes, and unto the judgments, watch this, which I teach you, for to do them that you may live, and you not only may live, but you go in and possess the land the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Now did you get that? I'm going to teach you judgments, statutes, judgments, and I, I want you to live by them. They're, they're, they're going to be your life. This is going to be your lifestyle. Okay? And it's going, to, it's going to set you up to be able to go in and possess what I've given you. Okay? And you shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish at aught from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did unto Baal, because of Baal, and for all the men that followed after Baal, the Lord thy God has destroyed them from among you. But you that did not, listen carefully, those that went from, that was in the children of Israel, they came out, they saw, listen carefully, they saw all the miracles that God did that brought them out of Egypt. And some of them turned towards Baal, and God slew those that turned towards Baal and eliminated them. Okay? That's what's happening now with the church. It's being separated. People say, well, we just need to come into unity. Baloney with that. 
God says, I'm not going to let you come into unity. I'm separating you. Those that are going to follow after a, a, a godless world and call that Christianity ain't going to be tolerated by God. I am sect, sanctifying and separating a group unto me, is what God is saying. Okay, watch this. Your eyes have seen what, what I did because of Baal, and I destroyed them from among you. Verse 4, But you that did, not cleave, that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive, every one of you, this day. Okay, they're alive, right? Behold, I have taught you statutes, judgments, even as the Lord my God, uh, Moses is talking about here, the Lord my God commanded me that you, should not, that you should do so in the land when you go in to possess it. This is what you do when you get there. Okay? Keep, therefore, and do them. Keep and do them. Pastor Zona mentioned the other day, Sometimes we don't have understanding, but if you just do what God tells you, a lamp unto your feet, this right here, as you keep doing what He keeps telling you to do, understanding will come. It'll make sense, even if you don't understand it right now. It will make sense. It will make sense, even if you don't understand it right now. Understanding comes in the doing. Understanding comes in the doing. There is no skill that anybody has ever be had that ever become, there's no one that's ever become skilled with theory. Did you hear me? No one has ever become skilled with theory. Theory is only to give it to you so you know what to do. But until you do it, you're not skilled at it. Are you following me? Glory to God. All this is getting you stirred up. It's getting me stirred up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Okay. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your what? It is your what? Wisdom. Wisdom. Are you hearing that? This is your wisdom and your understanding. This is your wisdom and your understanding. Take these statutes, take these judgments when you go into the land of the heathen that you're going to possess. Do these things because that is your wisdom and that is your understanding. Let me put it another way. That's what's going to separate you from them. A distinction. When we talk about separation, we're talking about God showing His wisdom through you. So it brings a distinction from the wisdom of darkness and the wisdom of light. It's going to be seen on you. Watch carefully again. For this is your wisdom and your understanding. Watch this. In the sight of the nations. In whose sight? The sight of the... Man, that's a strange group of people. Do you know that the Bible says we are peculiar? 
And the church has done everything it could to blend in. And God says, I made, made, my, made unto myself a peculiar people. We're oddballed to the wisdom of this world. Speaking in tongues. We don't believe in speaking in tongues. Well, show me in the ver- chapter of verse in the New Testament where it says speaking in tongues has been done away with. Show me. Show me. Show me. You can't. So when we speak in tongues and act like we're baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, we have the gifts of the Spirit, we have any of that stuff going on, guess what? The world says, you are crazy. But God says in there, listen carefully, when you do that, that the secrets of men's hearts might be revealed through that process. Glory to God. That means people that are out there in the dark are going to come. I've had people come up and tell me, uh, preaching. Man, how I want to know who told you what went on at my house this week. I said, are you kidding me? I didn't know nothing about what went on. That was God. God did that. That was the wisdom of God. That's different than coming over there and setting a crystal ball in some reading the palm of your hand and say, you know, you've had some hearts. Tell me, listen, who hadn't had any? (laughs) Anybody make that stupid statement? (laughs) Anybody in here never been hurt? You better not raise your hand. You're lying. <laughs> this is said. This is, this is going to be uh, in the sight of nations which, watch this, shall hear all these statutes and say, surely this is a great nation, wise and an understanding people. Are you following? God is telling us to get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get your ducks in a row. This is the time of revealing, of revealing. Retribution has come for those. Listen carefully. Retribution has come. That's what God says right there. He said, those that turned towards Baal, I destroyed them before you. And those of you that kept my word, now I'm going to give you my wisdom through statutes and judgments. Now do them, practice them, become skilled in them. Because when you do that, that's going to be a sight among the nations. And they're going to say, wow, we want to hear of your statutes and your sayings. And and we want to to see what you're talking about. I want to understand. Listen, I'm just telling you right now. That's what's happening right now to some leaders around the world. You follow? And God's people have got to understand, you're important. You are, quit thinking it's just coming about, going to church is coming about getting your problems fixed. They'll be fixed when you understand that, that the, the, the light has come. That's why I'm here. You follow what I'm saying? But a half of God's people are just, they're back and forth, back and forth. They're trying to stay between the difference of darkness and daylight. 
And that's a dangerous place to live in. Especially if you're not making the Word of God a lamp unto your feet. Now let me ask you a question. Just think about this for a moment. Let's suppose that you're going east and that's the wrong way to go. And someone over here, you go to church on Sunday and someone says, that's the wrong way to go. And you repent. But you only repent a quarter of the way because you go back to work on Monday and you listen to your buddy at work on Monday and he's a heathen. So you don't turn but just a quarter of, of, of a repentance. Okay? And then you go to church on Sunday and you hear the word of God and you hear the word repent and you repent and you turn around this way. So you've, you've made a 90. You've made a 90. But you go to work on Monday and your buddy again gives you his opinion and so you just, you're stuck. You go to church on Sunday again, it says repent, repent. So you repent, go to work on Monday, and your buddy tells you again his opinion, so you're just stuck right there, quarter of a turn. Go to church on Sunday, and you turn back around, and now you've made a complete 180, and you've chased your tail. Are y'all following what I'm saying? You've chased your tail. You've not let... We've, we, we've all done this stupid stuff. But it's time where nobody's opinion matters except God's. God's got something to say about it. God had something to say in the House of Representatives last week. God had something to say. It didn't matter that the news media was mocking them. It didn't matter that half, uh, uh, if even the Republican Party, more than half the Republican Party was against what was going on. God had something to say. And he used, guess what? A few. A few. A remnant. Just a few. Whether they knew what was going on or not, God was using them. Okay? And he changed something. Glory to God. I'm just, that's the way it's going to be, listen, in the educational system. That's the way it's going to be also in the economic system. That's the way it's going to be in the entertainment field. That's the way it's going to be. Something is changing. All right. What's going to happen? What, 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 what's happening? Your light has come. Now arise and become powerful in it. Become powerful in it. I'm almost through for tonight. Okay. But watch this. They're going to see it. This is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight. God's going to expose it, shed light on that wisdom you've been operating in in your life. He's going to expose it. Okay. And it's going to be seen by those that don't know anything. It's going to be seen. Now, let me go back. One last place. We're going to quit for tonight. I didn't get to go to 1 Corinthians. How many of you let me go to 1 Corinthians? Okay, 1 Corinthians. Chapter 1. 
1 Corinthians chapter 1, and we'll start with verse uh, 22. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. They seek after wisdom or understanding. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews, a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks, foolishness. Unto the Greeks, what? Foolishness. foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, called what? Called Christians. Christ, the power of God, watch this, and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God, just God fooling around, not even getting serious. Just fooling around. God's foolishness is wiser than men. God just playing around. It, it, it just blows them out of the saddle. Glory to God. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your... Now, watch this. You see. Remember? Your light's going to be seen. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh and not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. <laughs> now listen carefully. And I'm going to just, I, I won't get through all of it, but I'm just setting you up. When it says, but God has chosen the foolish things, that phrase, foolish things, God has chosen the blockheads in the eyes of the world. That's what that word means, blockhead. <laughs> what did they do last week to that small group of people they're unreasonable. They're unreasonable. They're just, they're just being stubborn. They're unreasonable. They're just blockheads. You know what I mean? I don't know if they actually said blockheads, but that's what they were saying. And mocked them for four days. And now all of a sudden after it's done, oh, the, oh I'm so glad y'all did. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. What do you think they're doing to the church? They think we're irrelevant. We are the most relevant. Amen. It said, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things, those that have no strength or might within themselves of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, the things which are not, to bring to naught, to bring to a stop, to put a stop to the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him we are in Christ Jesus, who, are, uh, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Here's what God is looking for. A group of people that will let the light of God's wisdom shine through them 
to a generation of people that are in gross darkness of their own wisdom. And all I have to say is like the Red Roof Inn, we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Come on into the house, we'll leave the light on for you. Glory to God. We're going to stop right there. Father, we worship you and we praise you. We thank you. Thank you for the light of your wisdom. Lord, we praise you. We thank you. Lord, things have been dark in this world and they're going to get darker and gross darkness to people. But your word, your word, glory to God, is a lamp unto our feet. When everything around us is dark, it's going to shed light on the steps that we should take. And as we do, there's coming a time period where that light shall shine. Come like a, like a, day, a day dawning. Father, and it's going to expose our pathway in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the privilege of living in this generation. For the time that we live in. For prophets of old have looked forward to this time and desired to live in our moment. And they could not. We thank you for their part in getting us here. But Father, we thank you for the privilege you've given us to live in the end time. We give you great praise and honor and glory. Lord, we thank you. We, we put you first and your word first. We thank you, Lord, that we can hear your voice and the light of your written word would come alive in our hearts and shine a path for us to walk in. Be a lamp when everything seems to be dark. Glory be to God. Now, Lord, we thank you. You're doing it not only because we've chosen life. It's in your word. But you're doing it also for a witness to our generation. So that they can be drawn to the light of your glorious gospel. Like insects at night when they're drawn to the light. Father, I thank you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're looking forward to this year. Lord, we thank you. Glory to God. You brought us into the earth for such a time as this. Now, Lord, is, we thank you right now for your healing virtue to every person in the sound of my voice, every person that needs healing. In the name of Jesus, through the merits of the cross, the power of the resurrection, and in the authority of the name of Jesus, I say in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be made whole. Now lay hold of that. That's your wisdom. Now Father, I thank you for every person that needs an answer to a dilemma. I thank you that the light of your wisdom would shine on them. I thank you that we hear your voice and the voice of another we won't follow. All other voices are drowned, drowned out by the ringing of your voice in our hearts. 
Father, I thank you right now, glory be to God, that during the darkness and the gross darkness that fills this generation, I thank you, Lord, you've given your angels charge over us. Our families, our properties, and our goods. And we declare, by the privilege of using your name, we declare in the name of Jesus, there'll be no tragedy named among any of us. Father, I thank you that you're filling us so full of your love. And it manifests through righteousness, peace, and joy. That is, we go into our everyday lives, every person we come in contact with, that your love would ooze out of us and touch them with the gospel of the truth. We give you praise and thanksgiving. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.